This is Zombie Chickens Podcast, where two heads is better than one, even if they're undead. My name is Megan. And my name is Marno. And in this episode, we will be doing, or discussing, fetishes. Yes, all the, the, the weird and the fanatic paraphilia. Yes, we also would like to put in a disclaimer before we start this episode, just to say that we will be discussing sexual content, content mm. um, so sexual fetishes, as well as we do not uh, mean to offend, offend anybody. It's just something that we find very interesting and... I mean, let's face it, weird. The, yeah. it, it's, the ones I found were, it's, it's weird for me because I don't comprehend the, the fetish, literally, the, the fetish behind it. It's because, I mean, it's not something that gets me on. Yeah. That's why I find it weird. Yeah, but it's just, I mean, again, to each their own. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> as long as it doesn't hurt anyone. Okay, so you're going to start us off? Yes. So what I did was I just find the whole thing about fetishes very interesting. So I was looking um, at the whole um, psychology behind it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I did understand fetish, but I didn't really comprehend how deep it really goes. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it, Nikki Hodgson, Jesus, Nikki Hodgson, she's she's a sex expert and she explains that traditionally a, a fetish is an object or body part that someone needs present in order to experience sexual arousal which i found was was a really good explanation because i just thought that a, a fetish was a kink something that you'd like to think of but in most cases it's where you know it needs to be present for them yeah, to be aroused wouldn't it isn't it just thinking about it gets them aroused as well i think it depends on the fetish Probably. It really depends on the fetish and your fetish speci- specifically. Yeah. It, it really depends it, on the on the on the the fetish because Martin Kafka, he explains that partialism, it's the sexual interest in a specific body part, forms also part of a fetishism. So if you, if for instance, like um, calves and calves, yeah, calves, or, or um collarbones collarbones it forms part of a fetish because you yeah. are into it um i mean it's a, it's a very difficult thing to actually to comprehend fetishism because it's 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 different in each yeah. way and i mean you'll find that you know whatever whatever i'm listing here or explaining it's it's very difficult because it's it's all just sort of guesswork there's no precise way of saying how how it really came to be that this fetish started. I mean, it, yeah. it's literally guesswork because we don't really understand the brain. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is what is emotions? It's it's part of the brain. It's, yeah. it's, it's we don't understand it all fully. Fetishism usually becomes evident during puberty, and more men have it than women. That's interesting. Okay. So women do have it, but it's more it's more prominent than men. Yeah. And with women, it's more visual. Men, men are visually sensitive, but mm. women is more. It's more visually for women than for men, and not Meaning? just. It's difficult to explain, <laughs> but let's just go on. We'll okay. get there. 
and also because why it's easier for women not easier but why women why women have it less than men it's because female sexuality is more fluid it's unchanging and again with females it's with the, the whole visual part it's 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 a bit of a difficult subject to grasp the whole visual part because i mean what is sex not it's it's also a visual thing mm -hmm. it's just that i think with men it's more of a feeling thing Meaning a woman can visualize something or see something to be aroused where a man needs to touch or, yeah, or, make or physically, physically, physically get in contact with yeah, something. Yeah, physically see it in, 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 in cases like that. The whole thing about the, the puberty part, it's very interesting. I was listening to this podcast and they were describing theories of sexual imprinting. Okay. Now, it's, again, it's a lot of guesswork so they were describing that if you look at the bird world of a, cu a cu cuckoo let's say a cuckoo because what they normally do is they would go to a nest mm -hmm. they would um, throw out the eggs in the nest they would lay their own eggs in it or one egg and the mother would tend to the the cuckoo yeah cuckoo cuckoo yeah and at the end the cuckoo would if there is any remaining eggs would kill his sibling. Now, what happens with other birds is you get similar birds that do the same, that lay eggs in other nests. Mm -hmm. So what happens is, sexual imprinting happens where it's a different species from its so-called um, step sibling. Mm -hmm. But it will have sexual imprinting on that species and not of its own species. Okay. That's interesting. Hmm. So if it would come into contact with its own species, it will have it will. no, it will have no sexual uh, arousal. Yeah. But if it if it comes into contact with the species that it was grown up with, it does. It does. That's interesting. Now the thing about the cuckoo is, which is different, the mother or the father, I, I, they didn't really describe which one it was, but they would visit whenever the other mother is not around okay so the cuckoo does realize and sexually imprints on the cuckoo ah. and not the sibling itself the the, the then, step sibling isn't you that must. the way they make sure that it exactly on their exactly by visiting exactly hmm. it's quite interesting okay and they do theorize that sexual imprinting happens with with humans as well because, but it's, it's, it's different though how it happens to us. It's not to do about your, your mother and stepmother and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. It's, it's more of a literal sexual desire. It's more to do about where humans learn to recognize sexually desirable features and activities during childhood. Like, for instance, you walk upon your mother kissing mm -hmm. or having sex or whichever. It's... Those type of things. And they also, I think someone described it, I can't remember, I didn't write his name down, but um, how fetishes can start at that age, at a young adolescent age, is where you get corporal punishment, where you will find that they will be aroused after a beating. Mm. Because one, physically, there's a lot of nerve endings in the buttocks. Mm -hmm. So you will receive a sort of 
stimulation stimulation mm -hmm. with the beating therefore you have i'm not saying that you got beaten up in in primary school or in whatever year and now you're into btsm it's it's just sort of a, a inclination towards how fetishes can start okay it's just very interesting and they also say that fetishism could result when a child is imprinted with an overly narrow or incorrect concept of a sex object again that's a whole uh, corporal punishment mm. or the whole thing about you did something bad and something was done with you know a wrap on the wrist or you know your ear was twisted twisted or, or you know um anything of that sort yeah and it gives you that sort of stimuli let's call it a stimuli that yeah. arousal but it's very very interesting also one of the things that they mentioned is neurological new <laughs> neurological differences may play a role and that's the whole thing whereas fetishism just doesn't come with people with neurological problems or disorders it, it happens with everyone yeah yes now this guy i can i can't really pronounce his full name but let's go over the surname mm -hmm. ramachandran right he observed that the reason processing sensory input from the feet lies immediately next to the reason processing genital stimulation and suggest an accidental link between the two therefore you have a foot fetish okay and because foot fetishes are one of the mo most common, common ones, ones. Hmm. It's because literally the two lie literally next together and they just might be a little slip of the links and that's why you find it okay. intriguing. But I mean it's really interesting work. The only thing that I find problematic is there's, there's really no on it like a real definite way of finding these things out because fetishism is not something that you talk about mm. like the um, podcast that i was listening to um the guy was suggesting that fetishism started in the victorian age because that's when privacy started no one had privacy previous to that mm. because you had a small house with maybe two or three rooms the kids would encounter their parents or someone having sex somewhere mm, that's true and also in the Victorian age, sex is described as something that's not immoral, but it's not something you talk about yeah. and it's something that's not seen. Yeah. And he thinks that that's one of the reasons why fetish is started because you don't, it's not something that's talked about. It's not something that was seen. Hmm. Okay. So it's a whole psychological thing yeah. behind it, which is yeah. very interesting. I have to say, it's very interesting. Right. So let's go to the um, my list. Mm -hmm. I will give you five. Okay. So the first one, trichophiliac. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think it is? Um, but you well, know that I, one, actually. Yeah, I read about this one. So it's the, what do you call it? Um getting a arousal from long hair ah that is and it's not only just long hair so it is someone that needs that someone that feels sexually aroused or attracted to human hair it's mainly human hair mm -hmm. um i couldn't really find any definitive thing where it's animal hair i think the common one is human hair yeah and it can be any type of hair so it can be either armpit pubic 
Oh. Or chest hair or hair of the head. So not just... Any of those. So the interesting part is that I actually want to just throw in there from art's perspective is that, again, if you look at the Victorian, all of the Victorian um, paintings, you would literally notice that none of them have pubic hair. None of them. Because pubic hair is associated with sex. And that's something they didn't want to you know, associate with all of the nudes. If you look at, um, I love that painting, it's Corbet's, I think it's Birth of the World. You have this massive vagina with Mm -hmm. all of its beautiful pubic hair. And that painting was so, (laughs) I think it was, it got a lot of critique about that because it's, it's one of the first vaginas where you see, where you actually see pubic hair. Okay. Hmm. And also, if if you really want to go into it, you also get this whole thing about, the invisible corset where all the breasts are, you know, very firm and, um, I want to say, um, uh, perky, perky. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Perky. But anyways, let's go back to trichophiliac. So it's any hair, mainly it's the, the popular one is, you know, your normal hair on your head. Mm -hmm. So the interesting part is both women and men can develop this paraphilia. Okay. Hmm. Because it's not just, you know, just hair. It's, it, and, and also, usually they are attracted to a specific type of hair. So it's either long, short, curly, black. So it's any type of hair. It's a specific one. They are attracted to a specific one. So okay. let's say I have trichophiliac, which I don't have. I would say I'm attracted to medium length blacky mm. so it's just that asian asian let's say asian because they are they have beautiful hair so let's just say yeah so that's very specific and very niche so they th- mm. wouldn't just say okay short curly hair or you know just it's any not type a broad of hair. it's not spectrum, a broad thing yeah it's normally one person every person have a specific type of hair that okay. they prefer like if it's army or you know whichever it whichever is it is whichever it is also with you know the hair that you have in your head it's either you know pulling um smelling in some fucking weird cases i'm sorry for those eat it what Mm. and they like the smell of shampoos okay and they do say i did read something um i didn't write it down because it's, it's something i don't really comprehend but it's something where it started as a kid where you where they like to see you know all those shampoo ads and that's where it sort of starts mm-hmm. and gradually progresses. <gasps> I just realized, you remember Charlie's Angels? That weird guy that used to cut their hair off and smell it. <laughs> that he probably had that fetish. <laughs> most probably, most probably. And it started with him because the of in the, where, you, where he lived in the, I want to say nunnery. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they actually cut his hair and it started with that where his fetish came from oh so it is was very fetish very interesting that's very. actually quite interesting because in they don't they normally cover their hair don't they the nuns no they cut his hair oh i see and i don't know it's i can't remember them the movie is really old i can't remember them. <laughs> but yeah i just I remember him cutting the hair and like smelling it <laughs> okay well i have here that this is one case 
Danilo Restivo. He was sentenced to 30 years in prison for killing two women, one in Italy, one in the UK. He cut their breasts off with strands of hair placed in their hands. It's quite weird. Okay. And not only that, 15 women reported their hair being cut on the bus involuntarily. What? Mm. He did some weird stuff. Go check him out. Okay. But yeah, he, uh, he definitely liked hair. I don't know what he did with it. I didn't really read into his whole story, but I think I'd like to. Just to see what he did with the hair. If he kept it, like, let's say, marked in a bottle. Mm. Um, he probably kept it somewhere. I don't think he'll go through all that effort and not keep mm. it. Mm. But okay, so the next one is quite an e- easy one to um, to guess. Mm-hmm. Obophilia. <laughs> I read that one as well. <laughs> where, you, where you get arousal from sleep. Well, not from... What do you call it? Homeless people. Yeah, or people that literally have nothing. I don't understand that. There's a porn genre for that, though. Oh, Jesus. If you did not know. Yeah. I didn't know, but good yeah. to know. There's a, literally a porn genre for homeless. I think homeless. there's probably a porn genre for, for everything, everything you That is very true. But, yeah, it's literally them going to a homeless person and saying, would you like to have a shower? And then taking them into their house, and then obviously oh, shit happens. Lord. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so the third one I have here. Okay, this is very close to my heart, but I don't want to talk too much about this one. Mm-hmm. Alvinophilia. Oh, wonderful! Yeah, Alvinophilia. Yeah, yeah. You said it's close to your heart. Not close to my heart. It, it, you would know the thing that disgusts me the most of the human body. Oh, a fetish about navels. Mm. Huh. Mm. For those who don't know, I have an extreme, extreme. Not phobia. What did you, what, what did you just say? Uh, it's more dislike. Of a dislike. I find it disgust. fucking disgust. I find the navel disgusting. Every thing about it just. <laughs> Jesus, no. Oh, I'm getting the shivers. Mm. So it's literally anything to do with the navel and sometimes the stomach. Okay. So and anything you can think of what you can do with the navel, it's 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 that one. Alvinophilia. Uh-huh. Okay. And the thing that annoyed not annoyed me the most when I was bartending uh, when I was still at uni, people asked me why don't I why don't I do body shots? And I'm like, no, God, Ew. no, God, no, someone stung in my, Jesus, no, I'm not really <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> it's the most disgusting thing in the human body with so many bacteria. Oh, God, I can't. Uh, okay. Okay, after that moving. breakdown. <laughs> moving on. Axilism. Axilism. Uh, I think I read about this one as well. Uh... I, the only word I can think of now is axe. I know what it is. I just can't remember what it's about. I can't remember. Is it designed to have sex with someone's armpit? Ah, yes. That was the weird one. It's just that axe was stuck in my head now. Um, yeah, I read it and they were like, yeah, what, lube it up and do whatever. And I was like, um. Sure. Sure. Okay. Whatever floats your boat. When you said axe, I kept thinking of the, the um, you know, that ad years ago. Quick, Mike, get to the boat. <laughs> Make it stop. Make it go away. I love you. 
Okay, that's my five. Yeah. Your five. Okay. No, sorry, that's four. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, so the fifth one, it's for microphiliac. Repeat that, please. For microphiliac. For microphiliac. Mm. Micro, something s- small. So, uh, fetish for getting aroused by small objects? Small beings? <laughs> you're, you're, you're right with small. Um, just think more on the lines of something that scuttles. <gasps> oh, it's that one where they enjoy... Mm-hmm. bugs walking on their genitals mm-hmm. i'm yeah i i but don't care th- what you do in bedroom but please don't bring bugs into the bedroom <laughs> you know it's the worst thing that i can think of cockroaches oh no no and you know what's the worst part as well about cockroaches mm. they enjoy being touched just in general what a cockroach mm. likes like, being if you ever look at god forbid any interaction between cockroaches, they 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 do a lot of touching, oh. and, and they like it because they have a lot of. I, want, I don't want to say nerves. It's it's a, it's the wrong I think word to use, but it's mm. it, okay. So they actually mm. like. But okay. the common mm. one actually to use is snails because they they leave you know those slimy trails. Ew! <laughs> and I keep thinking of the belly button with a snail in it. Jesus, no! But I read somewhere that it's mostly like they're like. It, uh, on the genital area mm. obviously also crawling and nibbling on over the entire body mm. but mainly the genital area mm. Mm. which mm, I do I feel like I don't want to judge people <laughs> but <laughs> I need a hot shower after this <laughs> yeah okay so you can give your five okay so my five I'll start with climapho- climacophilia climacophilia Climacophilia. Oh, that's being sexually aroused by people falling from stairs. Yes. <laughs> I was reading up about that one and I thought, that's actually very niche. And I, weirdly enough, I should probably tell people my um, inspirations for my book that I want to write. Um, but I thought, how about a serial killer pushing people downstairs? And that's all they do. And it turns out because... He has climacophilia. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting, right? I think that would be a really cool book. <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> anyway. Oh, chasmophilia. Say again? Chasmophilia. Chasmophilia. No, I have no idea. Arousal to caverns, crevices, and valleys. But wouldn't that be orifice? Like... Any orifice? No, or it's, it's specific. specific, like, crevices and valley, like, something. I don't know if it's because it might, like, look like a vagina. Yeah, you do get a lot of representation of vaginas everywhere, basically. Yeah. So, I don't know if that's... I didn't do research on it, but I don't... But yeah. Or I, I do think that's quite interesting. Yeah. Really, really interesting, that one. Mm-hmm. Next one. Next one. Ooh. Cato Patronophilia. Cato Patronophilia. That sounds like a Harry Potter. <laughs> I was just <laughs> <a> spell. Expecto Patronum. 
that a sexual arousal for Patronuses? Yes, you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Damn. Almost had it. Uh, no, it's the arousal to have sex or mas- masturbate in front of mirrors. Interesting. Yes. So any sexual act in front of a mirror, doing it to yourself or a partner. That's very interesting. Hmm. So it needs to be in front of a mirror. Yeah. Or I'm guessing like any like reflective, reflective object, surface. but yeah, mirror. Okay. And then I I keep on getting that flashbacks in my mind of these serial killers looking at themselves in the mirror while they these narcissistic people while oh, they're having yeah. sex. And then I think to myself, were they a narcissist or did they just have that fetish? But inter- interesting thing about narcissists. Um, one of my favorite podcasts. They were actually they they actually talked about narcissists. Mm-hmm. And they said that if you ask a narcissist if he's a narcissist, then you would say yes. So a narcissist would, would actually, actually admit it. That he's a narcissist. That is very interesting. Mm. Okay. Go so they're self-aware. Yeah. That hmm. they're a narcissist. So go check out um, no, such, no Such Thing as a Fish. They have really, really, really cool um, hmm. quirks and jokes and very interesting facts. Like, like that one about narcissists. Yes. There's <laughs> um, this one that I... I don't want to judge Peace Bill, but it really grosses me out. Nasolingus. Oh, um, it's it's people that's aroused by noses, isn't it? Sucking people's noses. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> it grosses me out so much. Oh, Lord. But I uh, think it's because my nose is very sensitive, but... Yeah. Damn, no. I just... I, I can't. And then um, I'll do... Omurashi. <sighs> Okay, my Japanese is not as good as yours. Wakarimasen! Uh, <laughs> so, omurashi, actually, it's, if you translate it, means to wet oneself. So, it's actually more of a common fetish in like Japanese, Japanese mangas and anime. Hentai's. I was just about to say, probably hentai, not anime. It's, it's called a hentai, but it's technically an anime. Anyway, it's a cartoon. <laughs> so it's a sexual cartoon. It's a sexual cartoon. So well if you did not know hentai actually means pervert. I know. Yeah. Anyway. Just fact of the day. Fact of the day. So yeah, so it actually just means that you get aroused from having an extremely full bladder and wetting yourself, or your partner gets aroused from seeing you wet yourself. Is that just not going to the bathroom and taking a piss? Or is it literally no, wetting yourself? No, it's literally wetting yourself. So I standing can't... in the spot and like maybe like can't control it and then peeing yourself. Wow. Omurashi. Yeah. That's <laughs> some fucked up shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they, there's um, a whole thing, like whole genres of that. In, like, no, definitely. 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 Yeah. Okay, so my next one, um, mm-hmm. I thought it was just weird. It doesn't really have a philia name, but it's cake farts. Don't know if you saw it. No, I did not. Cake farts. It's literally naked women sitting on a cake and farting. No. <laughs> what a waste of a good fucking cake. Wait, wasn't there a video that went viral about that? I, don't I know. feel like there was a video. 
I don't know. I honestly didn't do research on that one. Yeah. I thought, I don't think I need to do research on that <laughs> one. Gag Ford's just uh, explained what it is. Yeah. Okay, so the next one I have here is mucophilia. Mucophilia. Mm. To do with spit? Mucus? Close, but also not close. Slimy things? Mm -mm. It's being sexually aroused by sneezing. Huh. That is very interesting. I can understand the concept while you're having sex and then sneezing because you, your body tenses up for that second. I True. can understand that. True. But I don't really know if it's the act of looking at someone sneezing or you sneezing. It's probably when you are sneezing, the person that's being aroused. It's be well, you do get sort of a sensation through your body when you sneeze. You do, you do. Especially if it's a good sneeze, you know? Yeah. One of those good sneezes where like, you get like, who shivers. <laughs> exactly. So, so I, I, maybe I, I, I can understand that. I could see it. I, I think it's the only one that I actually understand. Yeah. The next one, Jesus, I can't. Emetophilia. Repeat that. Emetophilia. 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 Something to do with meat? I don't know. <laughs> no, but I do have an extra one there with meat. Um, <clears throat> no. Mm -hmm. It's to do about involving vomit. Oh, I did read that one. Yeah, no, mm -mm, I can't. So this like, one I found actually quite interesting in a way because yeah. it's, they, the people like to either see, hear, smell or in worst cases, eat the vomit. <gasps> no! So what they do is they would take their partner to a uh -huh. buffet and choose them food to eat and they would go back and vomit it up and they would eat it. No. Worst case scenario. My stomach is, nope, I can't, I can't. Like, I know, but I need to go on about this because this is actually quite interesting. No, my stomach is making me turn with us. Yeah, okay, go on. I'll, I'll bear it. Yeah. Okay, so what they also do is, um, it's most cases very, not most cases, but a lot of the cases, it's about, you know, very deep throating, basically. I, I thought it was probably to do with deep throating because obviously you tend to gag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. But... It's either the case of where they want their partner to vomit on top of them whilst having oral sex. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or they want to vomit on top of their partner. Okay. Not while having oral sex, just, just for the sake of just it. Just for the sake of it. Okay. Or it's, it's just something completely different than any of the ones I've mentioned here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Okay. It's a very interesting one. Yeah. If you could call it that. Sure. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I just find it interesting because it, it goes with... It depends on who is doing the vomiting. It, it's either about being submissive mm -hmm. or being humili humiliated. True. That's so a, if you that are, is a big... Yes. If you are vomiting on top of your, your, your partner, that's humiliation. True. It's but if they are vomiting on top of you, it's sort of a submission type of, you know, type of thing. Okay. Oh, uh, you can go. Uh, let's see. Ooh. Actoristy. Actoristy? Actoristy. Sure. 
having sexual arousals of seeing an actor? No. <laughs> Arousal to sun rays. What? Yeah. But I don't know. Every day. Just aroused every day. Like laying, maybe just laying in the sun. I can, and like I can probably the... understand, you know, if you're lying in bed and there's the rays of sun sort and of then shining, shining through. through. Shining, shining through. I can... It makes a beautiful set up for a sexual encounter, but... um, Some sexy time. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And then autogynophilia. Is it AU? Uh, AU, autogynophilia. So it's No. Or machines. No. So, it is arousal to oneself, in brackets, male only, in the form of a woman. Wait, so what? So, the male pictures himself as a woman, uh-huh. and he gets aroused. That's just another level of fucked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, he is aroused by thinking of himself as a woman. So, it's, it says it's males only, but... I don't know if females think of themselves as males and then get aroused, but yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Interesting, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I th- I'm going to struggle with pronouncing this one. Celismophilia. P-S-E. So it's celismophilia. Celismophilia. Mm-hmm. No idea. It's the arousal to stuttering. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, that's very niche. Mm-hmm. Very niche, definitely. Very, very niche. Being aroused by stuttering, which is interesting. Hmm. And then xylophilia. It's like xylophones or what? That would be interesting, but no. <laughs> Arousal to wood. Yeah. Oh, is it X-I? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense, so, because I thought it was Z. No, 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 no. So it's an X. So... Arousal to it's probably like the smell of wood and like the feeling mm. of wood grain and yeah, all all those type of things. Let's just hope he's not a carpenter. <laughs> maybe maybe they become carpenters. <laughs> oh, and then um, eprotophilia. Epro, I I should I probably spelled that wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I think we should have made Pro-co. this podcast pronouncing difficult words. <laughs> difficult words. Fuck yeah. Um, Eproco... No. Ip- Let me see. I, I think I, I completely be- misspelled it. Like, completely misspelled it. Emetophilia. In, in, oh, no, no sorry, e. sorry, 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 sorry. Ipro- Eproctophilia. Eproctophilia. Sure. I think, sure. Eproctophilia. Um, God, don't tell me it's something to do with butts. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, 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 what, um, Jesus, what do you call them? They they literally gastrointestinal doctors. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I yeah. keep wanting to say chiropractic. <laughs> that's not the fucking word I'm looking for. It's a it's a uh, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I forgot it. I got about the word, but any case, okay. So it's the the fetish about butts. Don't tell me no. it's about oh. farts. Attraction oh. to farts. Clearly, they haven't smelled mine when I had dairy. <laughs> I think maybe that arouses them more. I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> that causes a nuclear explosion. Yeah. 
Fuck. Fucking, I was so sick. Uh, when was it? In this week, mm. I had a piece of pizza and I didn't have my pills with me, and oh, I was no. so sick that that <laughs> night. I was sick for two days. Too used to eating the pills and not feeling anything. But there was a lot of cheese on the pizza. Yeah. I fucking regret <laughs> it. Jesus. Okay, well, I'll finish off with one, which mm-hmm. is a weird one, but I find it, I find the concept of it interesting. Yeah. So necrophilia, we all know what necrophilia yes. is. The thing what I find interesting about it is, one, most people deny any sexual encounters with corpses, which anyone would do. I mean, why would you? Mm-hmm. But, I mean... The famous people that we know that are necrophiliacs or so-called necrophiliacs are like Ed Gein. I mean, he, those that don't know, he was used to create a number of scary movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was used to for a Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Basically, Hannibal Lecter is yeah. in, indirectly... Sort of based, based on, on Ed yeah, Gein. I find Ed Gein extremely interesting in a fucked up way. Because what he did was he stole a lot of bodies mm-hmm. from the cemetery. And, well, he said he didn't have sex with it because the body smelled bad. Okay. But he made a bodysuit yeah. that he wore. And, well, and acted as if he was his mother. Yeah. That's more fucked up than the whole having sex and with he a, created like... Trinket, trinket, I mean, nipple trink, trinket. He made a lampshade. And, yeah. Oh Jesus, he did a lot of fucked Decorated up shit. Decorated his entire house. I know. Yo, yeah, with yeah. a lot of memorabilia from the bodies mm-hmm. he stole. And there's also Jerry Brudos. And every time he killed a young woman, he would dress in the woman's clothing, strangle them, masturbate, and then dump their bodies in the river. Hmm. Well, there's actually a fetish um, of. A man dressing as a woman and getting aroused from it. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. It's very, very interesting. But did you hear about the one that is a basiophilia? No. A basiophilia. It's being aroused with like leg braces or any orthopedic appliances or anything like that. I saw an article where the person was like, yeah. They'll be in love with a forest camp with his leg brace, and then when he starts running, he'll say, tell them, okay, no, thank you. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is the one. Um, I actually wanted to do some re- research on this one because I just want to know why. Mm-hmm. My Sophilia. I think I saw that, but I can't remember. It's, it's the, the one where rotting flesh turns them on. Yes, I saw that. Mm-hmm. I want to know why. What kind of... There was... Uh, yeah. I mean, I do, you, do you need to smell it? Do you need to eat it? Is it just being in the presence of rotting flesh? Is it... Probably all of the above. I just want to know why. There's one that I did not get the name of that I also forgot. The arousal of... From getting aroused from dead animals as well. So oh. it goes along with the rotting flesh from... Yeah. It, wow, it, it smells bad though. Mm-hmm. I know it's. But there's weird. one that I saw that was about balloons. I yeah, just but that's didn't. A, I didn't. Any even, like form of blow up thing, there's, that's been a mm. fetish thing for a while. And I mean, Where I have this fear of, of balloons. I mm-hmm. can't even <laughs> comprehend being aroused by balloons. Yeah, I, I mean, know. Uh, 
<laughs> so I'll I'll end us off with three another three. Mm-hmm. I'll leave one for you for lost. Mm. But there's um dacrophilia. Dacrophilia? Dacrophilia. The cryophilia. This is something to do about vampires. It, it feels like it's supposed to be Dracula, but no. <laughs> but there is that one as well where you. Mm, uh, were you, were you um, uh, aroused the, with, with blood? I think it's hemio because of blood. blood. Yeah. Mm. Um, no, it's the attraction to making someone cry. I can understand that. <laughs> some satisfaction. Yeah, so they are getting cry. aroused from making someone cry. Okay. Yeah, and mm. then there's. Cymorophilia, cymorophilia, mm-hmm. which is being aroused by a disaster, meaning... Is it like a, a, a natural disaster or... Any form of accident, something that happens, like a car accident that happens, getting aroused by that, a disaster that happens, wow. getting aroused by that. Yeah. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's next level fucked up. I think, I don't know if it's your... Fear that turns into, like, making your heart pump and you're feeling that adrenaline pumping. And then... I don't know, because I can't relate. I can't even think about me being in a body of water and being aroused. I can't okay, but that's even not a, that's think not a, about that's it. That's not a disaster. For you it will be a disaster, but it's not an accident. I can't accident. even tell you the amount of times I had nightmares of just swimming. <laughs> Aimlessly swimming. There is a fetish for water, though. I saw that one. Can't remember the name. Um, Poor bastard. And then there's a specific one just for you, Mm. which when I read it, you will exactly know what it is immediately. Arachnophilia. Jesus, no, Megan. Yes. No. So it's literally the fetish of having spiders and... Being aroused by spiders. You do know what's the, what's the cure of arachnophobia? It's being being introduced to, to spiders. spiders. I mean, yeah. Fuck no. So maybe your fear, your arachnophobia, will into uh, turn into arachnophilia. Who knows? God no, God no, God no. <laughs> just saying, spider just makes my skin crawl. Uh, yeah. And then so I you have to check to all the, <laughs> and I have to check for all of the corners, all the corners, see if there's spiders. Interesting fact about people with arachnophobia. Mm-hmm. They do say people with arachnophobia will spot spiders very quickly because they're more alert Loated. to them. But you also spot a lot of things that you assume is a spider, but it's not a spider. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, while reading up on all these fetishes and things, I realized that I don't really have Same. something that attracts my no, no. intrigues me enough to i mean i do like a nice v-line but I, that doesn't just turn that me on. You, it's just attractive it's not is it's not a thing that i need it's not a fetish it's not it's not something a that i need yeah i and strong hands i like strong manly hands hmm. but I... again it's not a fetish I... it's a, it's I, a I like veiny hands like i like veins on mm. hands, I don't know why. I just that I find that really attractive. Mm. And veins on the arms, that's about it. I, I fi- again, I find it attractive. It's not a fetish. It's mm. not like if I don't see it, I'm not gonna. Yes, exactly. But yeah, that's fetishes for you. Apparently, you can have a fetish for porn without. It's not a certain circumstances. It's not a porn addiction. It's literally you have a fetish 
for porn just to let you know <laughs> so it's like any porn mm-hmm. hmm. fetish of watching porn and it, it's not necessarily considered as addiction addiction it's literally just that's what gets you off hmm. well i think we can say safely say that you know any fetish is fine as long as you know you or your partner don't get mm, definitely get into a position where you hurt yourself or yeah. the other person hurt if, themselves i mean it's the same with the whole um i can't remember what it's called where you like being strangled mm-hmm. while having oh, yeah. sex I mean, there's so many cases of people hanging themselves by accident or, you know, yeah. or, asphyxiating themselves. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, a, asphyxiophilia or something, something like that. Something like that, along those lines, yeah. Where they accidentally um, either kill their partner. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, it does sort of fall into BTSM, but... Um, yeah, but it's, it's, I think they call it airplay or mm. something like that. It's to mm. do breath play or it's something to do with... Exactly. Yeah. But, well, yeah, as long as you don't hurt anyone. Or hurt yourself. Or hurt yourself. Or if you're into that and your partner's into that, sure, go ahead. Exactly. As long as there's... uh, Consent. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Between adults. Uh Consent between adults. Mm -hmm. Yes. Legal adults. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, anyway, that would be all for today. Mm. And next month would be Movie March. So, anything to do with movies? Yeah, and I think that we have a couple of very interesting uh, episodes coming up with Movie March. Yes, so stay tuned for that. Mm. And remember to please, please, please support us if you can on Patreon. You would yes. find that in the link. And you can also follow us on all our... Uh, I, almost said, I almost said you can follow us on all of our Instagrams. Yes, we have one Instagram. On the social medias, follow us there. You can find us at zombie chickens podcast on all the platforms exactly it's not like there's any other podcast with the name zombie chickens yes so please do follow us Mm -hmm. and support our podcast journey (laughs) (laughs) anyway cheers for years cheers for years